0: Hello and welcome to The Healthy Back, the podcast that shares practical tips to have a healthy spine and lead an active lifestyle. I'm your host, Taruna Rijwani, physical therapist and McKinsey Method specialist, and every week I'll be sharing tips and lessons to help you manage your back problems without pain pills, injections or surgeries. We will talk about the common challenges that people with spinal issues face, debunk the myths and even break down the research on spine and joint related problems for you. And yes, also have a lot of fun along the way. I hope you will join me on the ride. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you like what you're listening, don't forget to leave a ratings and review on itunes it really helps to spread the message further thanks for listening and i hope you enjoy the show hello and welcome to this week's podcast episode of the healthy back So today's episode is a special episode it is an excerpt episode from the masterclass that I had live last month and the title of the masterclass was top three mistakes that people make uh, people with back problems make that prevents their return to an active lifestyle and how you can fix them. So I was hosting this masterclass last month Uh, In order to welcome uh, people into my healthy back blueprint program, which is a five week online program that I will be teaching now from September through October. Anyway, the doors to this program are closed now. The next time I will be teaching it will be in early 2022. And the, the goal of the program is to basically help uh, active adults with back problems to A, help them smoothly transition to an active lifestyle without having a fear of re-injury or without making their back problems worse. And B, to help people avoid unnecessary spinal surgery by making some lifestyle changes, some things that they can be working on their own. But uh, the reviews that I received for this masterclass were really great. Most people said that the masterclass, you know, really answered some of the burning day-to-day questions that they had. And it gave them some more actionable tips versus, you know, talking about anatomy and some of the other stuff that they don't really care about. So that's why I decided to share this masterclass through the podcast. And I hope you guys enjoy it. All right, so we can dive into the meat of today's masterclass and talk about the three mistakes. The first most common mistake that I see people make is trying too many things at once. And I know that it's not so much the people to blame because there are so many options out there when it comes to solving the problem of your back pain. I mean, back pain is a million trillion dollar industry. There are so many products that get sold in the name of solving your back problems. May it be mattresses, lumbar pillows. There are so many different types of services that you can use. You can see an acupuncturist, a chiropractor, physical therapist, massage therapist, you you name it. There are so many providers you can work with. So people of course have so many choices and so many options when it comes to solving their back pain problem. And I think that's where so many people get stuck. They they do not uh, understand which provider, which service or which product is going to be the best fit for their problem. And they do not stick with that, that service, the provider long enough for it to have a fair shot. And they keep switching between all these things Uh, spending a lot of time a lot of money a lot of frustration builds up I mean if I had a nickel for every time a patient asked me what else can I try to solve my back pain problem in addition to working with me I would be a millionaire and I would be ready to retire And I get it. I get, you know, the desire to get better really as fast as possible, do the best you can in order to get yourself back to full function when you are in pain. But a lot of times the best thing to do is to slow it down, to, you know, stick with one plan and to give your body the time and the environment to heal. And why is that? Because most of the problems that happen in your spine, they take a long time to develop. They don't just develop overnight. Even though it may seem like that to you, these problems have been you know, slowly developing in your ligaments, in your discs, in your other tissues, years over years over years, and you've probably just been ignoring them. And one fine day, it blows up on you, and that's when you decide to do something about it. So the same process happens when your spine is trying to recover. The technical term for this is called as the creep phenomena, where your soft tissue is gradually moving, you know, going through certain changes. So for that creep phenomena to happen, it has to take a certain number of weeks uh, for it to heal if you give it the right environment and the right conditions to heal. So a lot of people don't wait for this creep phenomena to set in and they are ready to move on to the next thing. And I think that's where, you know, things kind of fall out out of the wagon. You can take a quick sip of water. All right. And let's move on to mistake number two, doing too much too soon. So this is a very common one also. And this is someone I see a lot more with the people that this masterclass is for is the active adults, is adults who really enjoy their active lifestyle. And I am one of them. I'm I would be just as much as guilty if I didn't do this for a living, is trying to return to an activity way before you are ready for it or just returning into it full swing, like going from couch to 5K without having a sustained, a strategic plan for it. And then having your discs, your spine, your ligaments, your facet joints fire back on you because you just kind of threw them into the deep end of the pool. So this is a a common pitfall a lot of people fall into is they try to return to an activity you know, just full blown, without following a step-by-step plan, without having the right guidance as to how to progress, how much to progress and not knowing when to stop. Yep, so like I said, trying to return to an activity before you are ready. So I'm gonna share an example here of this patient that I worked with. I'm gonna call him Mr. John for the purpose of this masterclass. 42 year old, uh, you know, active guy diagnosed with the L4, L5 herniated disc. And he had fallen into the same pitfall because he was very motivated to, you know, help himself recover and get back to being active. So was working on core strengthening, getting epidural injections, as well as chiropractic care, all at the same time, Just which just didn't give him the right focus and the right environment to heal so when we met for an assessment we kind of broke things down for him gave him a more strategic plan of action to work towards and with his you know high levels of motivation in eight weeks he was able to return to his fully active lifestyle and having the tools knowing you know which movements are going to be right for him and which movements are going to harm the spine So you can watch the full video of this case study. Uh, I'll put it in the chat link later and you can watch it if you're interested to learn more. All right, moving on to the third mistake. This is not so much a mistake as uh, an observation that I have made is people are just unsure about what movements will help or hurt the spine, which is... Totally understandable. They are not movement experts. They've just been given this random advice, you know, go be active, go try an exercise class to help your disc problem or just go lose some weight. And that's very general blanket advice uh, for a problem like back pain. You know, people need more specific guidelines than that. And in order to uh, support this statement, there, was, there is a research study that was done in 2012 uh, in which it was clearly identified that when people with back pain and sciatica, they follow the right movements, uh, called as the directional preference movements, they respond very well and they recover very fast in about six to eight weeks if, they, if their discs are in a state to recover, of course. Uh, And the people who didn't follow the so-called right movements or the directional preference movements uh, did not do well, even after six to eight weeks or even got worse. So this goes to show that, yes, movement is medicine when it comes to your back problems, but you also want to know which is the right medicine for you and what is the right dosage of that medicine. If you have, you know, fever or a certain type of viral infection, you want to take the right antibiotic for that infection. You don't want to just pick up a random pill that you find find in a drugstore. The exact same thing applies to movements when it comes to recovery from your back problems. And there is a lot of research and a lot of data to support this statement. You want to follow your directional preference movements, movements that are the right ones for your spine and working with the right provider know exactly the right dosage of movements and that will be your recipe for success. Another common similar pitfall in the similar area is repeated movements, you know, too many movements in one direction, which is commonly seen in certain sports like golfers. They tend to go for a lot of rotational movements and they tend to be typically in one direction. And your joints don't get enough of a counterbalance of movements in the opposite direction, which is what what creates a lot of these problems. And again, the general advice, the blanket advice of go do some exercises or go move your spine or go get active is to blame because people then don't know how to move their spine or how to get active or how to move. So this is the third most commonly seen pitfall is the the lack of clarity around movements. And I would like to share this example or case study. Uh, This 20 year old young kid, uh, we'll call him Mr. A. He was diagnosed with bulging disc and very active, very motivated guy. And he had tried stem cell replacement, physical therapy, acupuncture, chiropractic care. Uh, And his pain was very much controlled, but every time he tried to return to activity, his pain would flare up and uh, he would just stop the activity completely. And after going through this process a few times, he was just scared to return to movement after that because he was unsure about which movements or sports were helping his disc and which were not helpful. So after we worked together and he got the tools to, you know, know exactly which prob- which movement is helpful for him. How could he know if this movement is helping or hurting? He was able to slowly, he took those tools, slowly returned back to a fully active lifestyle in about eight to 10 weeks. Uh, and he did amazingly well too. And you can watch his case study as well. I will link his YouTube video in the chat. And you can watch his full case study if you're interested. Thank you so much for listening to The Healthy Back Today. Mm -hmm. I'll be back next week with more tips to help you lead a pain-free and active lifestyle for now don't forget to hit the subscribe button and please don't forget to share this podcast with your friends or anyone else who might benefit from learning about how to live a healthy lifestyle